In life, we have two choices, to experience or to exist. Every week, each of us makes that choice. To either seek a better way to live or to get by. Walk alongside me each week on the Strive, Seek, Find podcast as we continue to seek our own brilliant future. Welcome to Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm your host, Chance Whitmore. This episode marks the fourth of the 10 questions episodes. The 10 questions episodes are based around a simple concept, allowing people to talk about the things they're passionate about. It can be a job, hobby, cause, or anything in between. Today, I'm joined by Zach, an avid expert camper and longtime friend. Thanks for coming aboard, Zach. Thanks for having me, Chance. Now, let's get started. So, tell me, tell us a little bit about yourself. From a camping perspective? Or... You got it. Anything you want to share? Well, there's nothing like being put on the spot right away there, Chance. Uh, my name's Zach. I've been camping for a long, long time. <laughs> I think in all honesty, uh, camping was one of the big things in our life as a kid growing up. Um, I was not a child of money. Um, that was our way of getting out and uh, having vacations. And so I think most of my uh, growing up years, camping was my ability to get out and have something that was different from the normal. Um, maybe that's why I've loved it so much all my life. See, and I come from a very different background on this. I learned it more as an adult because when my father, um, who you bet, Jim. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He, he um, was fond of telling me growing up, I slept on the ground enough in Southeast Asia. I'm never, I made that, he made the statement that he would never sleep on the ground again. So my first attempt camping was in high school by my, with my younger brother, actually. So camping for me is something I learned during college and after college. So this is a different perspective. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I came about it from from a, a, l a little bit different realm. My parents uh, met each other in Yellowstone National Park, so I think that tells a little bit about them as people. Uh, they definitely are outdoorsy. Um, they enjoy you know, being in the western half of the United States, uh, appreciating the the outdoors and the beauty and you know all those types of things. Um, and that probably rubbed off on me. And then, you know, a group of my friends and, and myself were really involved in scouting. And that led me to a whole host of camping experiences from backpacking to, you know, uh, winter camping to, you know, all those types of things. So um, I think that was uh, an early thing for me. And I, I was blessed from a young age to kind of learn some stuff. So when you finished out with the scouts, which I'm assuming was probably middle high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. That early mid. So, um, what kept you camping once you kind of moved out on your own away from your parents and started doing other things? Honestly, I, I just, I think I've always felt like camping, like recenters you as a human. And I, I know that might sound a little weird, but, um, 
I think that you know taking away all the the comforts that modern society has provided you and you just have the experience of being out in nature um, humbles you maybe I mean I think it makes you appreciate where you're at where you're at in life um, I think there's plenty of times where I was you know bemoaning the uh, trailer that I was living in or the apartment or whatever and that absolutely beat sleeping out on you know the dirt in uh, 30 degree temperatures so you know I, I think that's that's part of it for me so we have camped together for close to 15 years now way to make us sound like young guys Jens. <laughs> i will say i am older than crap right now uh, mr mcgee is younger still young. still young we're gonna give him that credit um so in a standard camping trip in order to be successful now we're gonna do this i'm gonna ask this two ways a standard camping trip. First off, let's go. The adults are out camping. What does it have to be to be successful? And then after that, we're both camping with kids most of the time. <laughs> How is that different? Well, I think both of them, the common thread is you have to have a good plan. Uh, I think, you know, we've both been on camping trips where they were highly successful because we had stuff set up beforehand. Uh, we knew who was doing what, um, you know, who was bringing what, etc. Uh, and then we had others that we carried the tent down the road to a better spot later on. And while those were memorable, they probably weren't our most successful camping trips per se. Um, you know, when you when you add kids to it, I think you add a different layer of uh, that planning. Um, you definitely have to have a. I guess a, a cognizance of time, you know, when it's just the adults, time can, uh, I don't know, be killed in, you know, nice quiet moments. <laughs> quiet moments with kids are usually a, a terrible idea. So there's more of the activity planning and hikes and, and all those types of things that come into it. So what you're saying is, to clarify, with with kids, you better have a lot of activities. With adults... There's more time by the fire and more time with the whiskey. I would say those are accurate statements. <laughs> to clarify, when we carried that to that tent down the road, there may have been scotch whiskey involved. Um, that's accurate. <laughs> so, what do you what have you learned in the last let's say 10 years? That a major major camping experience is better because I know in my case that camping experiences are actually fewer and far between in the last ten years. Yeah, I, I that's a great question. Um, I think just what makes it better is really being aware of of you know who you're with and and what they're enjoying. Um, you know, I think for a long time, just going out was the important part to me. Um, and now, you know, trying to get friends and family and my kids specifically into new experiences, I think is the, the big part of this, you know, um, taking them to a new place, uh, having them do something that they've never done before. Um, those are the things that I remember 
from my camping experiences and I think that they will as well. So I guess I'm just really kind of cognizant of that. You know, it's nice to have your same place you always go and you always do the same thing. Um, but I think it's nice to have some place where you're, you know, this is special and, and you can all feel that way. So best, best camping trip in the last decade or so. That one's tough. I mean, I've had some hard big moments where we were carrying tents down the street. Um, you know, um, I've woken up in the base of the Tetons and, uh, you know, or, or at the, uh, the California and Oregon coast where you're unzipping and you're looking at something that looks like it's out of a postcard. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the one that you just came back from is probably the best trip that you've been on. Like I enjoy being out that much. I'd agree with you. Um, a part of this is always been for me. My most memorable camping trips have involved something beyond being around the fire. I have, whether it is hiking or kayaking or something, is there a process you go through selecting locations or is it just feel or because we've been some places that we'll never go back to again but they're all memorable along the way sure i i think you know it's almost like if that that itch has been scratched then you move on to the next one you know um sometimes you look at a place and you kind of check the box on like did we do everything that we could there and if so uh maybe that other place is is just better because it's new um i think the beauty of camping and providing and and you know planning trips is that you have that new element to it because i i know we've got a couple places where we've been several times and it's nice to have a standard but you know um i think from a kid standpoint and all the rest you really look forward to being someplace that you haven't been before and having a new experience and that's that's kind of the the dream of camping is you you get that travel kind of um you know break from your norm is there any place you've been camping that you absolutely would not go back to <laughs> um yeah there's there's a couple times like i mentioned earlier i've i've done the whole winter camping and you know i've you learn a lot from your experience uh tarps matter um uh dry socks matter uh, I, I don't know that I would go out in some snow banks and do some camping that I did in my, um, we'll just call them younger formative years. I, I wouldn't replicate those, no. Are you saying that you made poor decisions in your youth? Yeah. That's a shocker. Yeah, well, it is because I've lived such a wholesome, great life. <laughs> no, um yeah, there's there's a few times where I have uh, you know found myself waking up in a a puddle after a rainstorm, realizing that the the rainfly was an important article. And you know, I think if if anyone hasn't camped before, um, there's a lot of worry on. Well, I've never done this. I don't know anything. And you know, great. I can say anybody who claims to be a quote unquote expert camper has also you know slept in a cold wet terrible conditions or maybe not slept but just sat there and shivered and 
told themselves they'd never do that again. You know, that's how you get better at this. So out of the, the various trips we've taken, which one would you put up there as the most memorable? Well, we just had a probably maybe the most recent uh, Chance and I, full disclosure, have had several times where we've gone over to the coast with our families, and I think every single one of those trips has been fantastic. Uh, Beverly Beach over on the Oregon coast is a great spot. I uh, highly recommend it for anybody that can go. Um, good good facility. I mean, it's a, it's a traditional, you know, drive in, put your tent up, or, you know, roll up your camper type of campsite, but that one's fantastic. Uh, we went with a group of friends, including... Uh, the Whitmore family here um, up to Wallowa Lake a couple years ago and, and that one was a great one for the hikes that we had the ability to get you know jet skis and canoes and paddle boards and you know kayaks and just everything on the lake and um, you know I, I think that one was great uh, probably the planning for it was probably the best piece because there was no question about who had what food um, meals were just I don't know. It almost felt like it was catered. They were that good. Um, you know, it, like I started, uh, it's the creature comforts that you're trying to get away from. But um, those those things were probably the things that were the most memorable because it was such a great experience that way. It was so well organized. So my first experience camping, like I said, my dad was disinterested in it. So my first experience camping involved me borrowing an old Marine Corps mummy bag, my brother doing the same, and walking down below our house down to the canyon, down the canyon wall, which, as you know, I lit on fire at one point. Yeah, I hear you did. Um, and camping along the creek along there. And that was it. What was your first camping experience like? Well, I, like I said, I've been camping since I was like uh, unable to really remember. So I may have heard stories about my first camping trips. I've seen pictures of my first camping trips was uh, as a little kid, you know, three, four years old. Um, and I think sometimes you like maybe fabricate memories about them. So I mean, um, the, the probably one that was the most memorable was a trip to Thompson Falls when we were kids. Uh, and my family, you know, that was our vacation for the year. Um, and so we went out and we were just tent camping. And, and I remember waking up. I, I don't know why it's such a big deal for me, but waking up in the morning when it's just kind of that, you know, light glow that's going on and you unzip a tent and it's cold outside and the sun is, you know, just starting to make little peaks. Like that was the, that was a memorable part for me. So I could say that was the first like camping trip that I remember being on. Um, you know, and that puts me, I don't know, in, in early elementary school, probably. That is impressive. Um, the fact that, what do you remember about the interrelationship with your folks? Uh, were they patient on these trips or were they <laughs> just kind of still stressed? That's a great question. Um, you know, sadly, uh, you know, Dad, if you're listening, uh, I apologize. <laughs> I just, I feel like, um, you know, some of the, some of the stress of feeling like you're supposed to know what's going on and, you know, you've got a plan and it's not working out the way that you're supposed to, you know, I, I think I could see that in my dad as a kid and I, 
sadly feel like sometimes I channel that to my my children as well. You know, we've been on camping trips where, uh, you know, tires blow, um, you know, things fall down that shouldn't. Uh, we're missing something that we were supposed to bring, you know, and all those things I'd love to say I was awesome at just rolling with the punches. But uh, there's probably some frustration that is that is shared, you know, uh, on that um, we all learn to uh, interact with each other. I found that, like I set the tent up with my daughter, I don't set the tent up with my wife. You know, there's there's somewhere we can we can find some some ways where we uh, you know work best as a unit. Um. So now, so you recently you moved into a pop up tent yes. trailer. Yes, this has happened. So. Uh, I, I'm going to put that down to uh, all of us getting older and it just being easier to camp that way. It is. Um, but how has that changed the setup? Because I can remember you and I setting up a tent that you'd had since college, which meant climbing trees and play, putting stakes and nails into stuff that I didn't even think about. Um, how has a tent trailer changed your camping game? Well, like you mentioned, it makes things easier. You know, everything's in there. It's ready to set up. Um, you kind of pull it in, make sure it's level. You know, for those of you that, that have not, you know, level when it comes to campers and pop-up trailers and all the rest is key. And then from there, it's crank it up and uh, and go. Um, as a tent camper, the one big thing that that was always big for me was, you know, making sure that I wasn't wet, you know, or that my family or the people that I was with weren't because I found as a kid that was the most uncomfortable I'd ever been. That's the not sleep at night type of moments. Um, tent trailers make it so that that is a a lot less of a concern, I guess. You know, so you're you're more more apt to be dry and in a spot where you can protect the the people that you're with. How's your feeling about seventeen foot fires? <laughs> well. You know, I went with this attorney once called Chase Whiteman, and, uh, you know, he did that. And then, you know, he mentioned that he might have burned a canyon wall down at some time in his earlier earlier time. So uh, I would suggest uh, campfire safety is important. All right. So for those who are listening who haven't camped, like uh, we have listeners in Great Britain, we have listeners in the East Coast, where there are less opportunities to get out and do this. For someone who is a complete newbie, what would you, what advice would you give those newbies? Well, the big thing I think is just get out and try it. Um, you know, uh, the the uncomfortability is the the key to it. In a, in all honesty, I think it's important for us as people to to realize that a lot of the creature comforts that we have maybe create a false sense of our humanity. You know, and, and disconnect us from from being uh, fully aware of nature and, and, and that part. The other thing I would make sure and, and recommend is, you know, you actually talk to somebody who knows something um, and get the, get the appropriate gear so that you don't just have a complete miserable experience. You know, um, you can go out and be really, really cold and really, really hungry and make sure that you never camp again. And that's, that's definitely not a, not a thing that I would want to recommend last in the last couple of years you had 
some people that went with you camping. I'm going to say for full disclosure, was not my family, but <laughs> let's leave it at that. Uh, that showed up with uh, nothing but blankets and their vehicle. Um, how did that go? Well, you know, I think that was bad, bad, bad form by me. <laughs> Make sure that, uh, you know, you try and find the things that you, that you need. Um, weather is extremely important if you're looking into non-creature comforts. Um, so making sure that you know what the temperature is. If, you, if it's going to be below that 50, 60 range, um, you're going to need something more than just a blanket off your bed. Uh, you'll need an actual, like, you know, um, sleeping bag or something that's set for those types of temperatures. So I learned that lesson as a, as a young guy. Um, I guarantee you, you know, lots of new, new campers learning the same type of lesson. So just finding that, that, uh, that weather forecast and kind of looking at it and seeing where your comfort's going to be is important. So to finish things up, is there anything else you'd like our audience to know? Yeah, get out. Um, I, I think that's the that's the real the real piece. Um, you know, anybody can say that they're a quote unquote expert on camping, but really, it just means that we've been out long enough to like fail and learn. Um, you know, if if you have a desire to to get out and see nature, uh, to be you know part of it, I I just can't can't recommend that enough. To wake up in the morning and see the sunrise over a lake and it just makes you feel um, maybe not as important and significant as maybe you think your problems are. And, and that's why I just feel like every summer is kind of a reset for me on realizing that, you know, I, I might not be that big of a deal. My problems aren't so large because there's a really big, huge, wide world out there. And, and uh, you know, just, just trying to get out and be a part of it is important. So, Zach, thanks for coming on. Um, thanks for sharing your passion for camping. And uh, I'm going to ask our audience again, what are you passionate about? What would you like? Would you like to share it with us? Let me know. And that concludes this edition of Strive, Seek, Find. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode or would just like to support the podcast, here are a few ways you can do it. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It will help bring more listeners to the podcast. If that isn't your style, you can buy me a coffee or purchase some merch. Links are in the podcast description. Finally, if you have ideas or feedback, please reach out to the Strive Seek Find page on Facebook or to at Chance Whitmore 5 on Twitter. Until next time, keep seeking your own brilliant future. Have a great day.